last left off the party made a quick detour into the third level of the tomb uh, where they discovered a uh, an artifact that appeared to be the horn of some sort of uh, unicorn-like rabbit creature um, known as an almirage um, and through uh some some cleverness uh on the part of conrad and uh exley they were able to navigate this tomb's uh puzzle trap whatever you want to call it uh after noting that it took uh a significant bite quite literally out of uh out of beatrice and artis so, what would folks like to do? Well, I believe the last thing that happened was uh, Beatrice is holding aloft an accursed object after barreling uh, in yes. willy-nilly invisible uh, and getting stabbed by right. Conrad. That is uh, right. Who assumed she was probably a ghost. So, uh, for the record, Sevia is sitting at like the top of the stairs right below the darkness spell, probably doing a very similar face to Conrad, which is. What the fuck? <laughs> what that the would fuck? be correct. And uh. just looking. And out loud, she is going to be like, Beatrice? Why? Oh, I figure. <laughs> I'm already, you know, voice in head. Uh, why not just let me pick up all the cursed things and then I can deal with it? You know, we only have to have one person go through all these. Uh, counter offer we could just not touch things willy nilly like a like a band of scoundrels uh, Beatrice sort of looks at uh, Exley and Conrad and then, like, sort of down at herself and then looks back at Savia. Where did you get the idea that we weren't? She just pulls a face. As you're pulling that face, Savia, a voice in your head uh, speaks up and says, I think you should leave that silly little wand in here. 
Sevia's eyes go very, very wide. Because she did not realize she was accursed as well. <laughs> and out loud, she goes, What the fuck? <laughs> Ijun is far <laughs> too unpredictable to trust. I... Friends, comrades, associates, I am at my wits end. What the fuck is going on? Can we, what, do we need much else from this room? <laughs> I suppose Beatrice has grabbed the spoils of it, so I suppose after the hard work's been done, we might as well leave. Probably best to get out of here. Yes, 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 that is the correct answer. You do not need to stay here. Otherwise, there is a hallway that Exley and I, uh, 42 and I, have also witnessed, though it has some substance there. What sort of substance? Although like spores, I believe, or something like that. I'm pretty sure X was like, hmm, mushies. <laughs> mm. Um, but yeah, some sort of organic matter. Yes. But neither I nor 42 could identify. So, yeah, it's, it's, uh, so it is, uh, yeah, a sort of mold that smells of rotting corpses and occasionally releases clouds of harmless spores. Cool. And Connery kind of like, while he says that, kind of just like, uh, takes a moment to take his rapier and just like wipe it off along his along his pant leg of blood, I suppose. Okay. So, up. Oh. I suppose up is probably best. If I may propose a counter-offer. It appears that since we have entered this temple, our objective is to find the owner, and this temple has consistently been leading us down. This is good point. It is. The entrance from here was trapped. This room was trapped, was clearly made to be entered from, he points to the doorway, from there. Otherwise it was not solvable, possibly. Mm. So clearly, going down is probably a good option. Mm. I have remembered the way. That's good logic. I can tell what steps to step on for no adverse conditions, possibly. Who can be sure if they haven't changed by now? If it gets us to the end faster, 
it is something. So we may as well forge ahead. Before we do so, if I may, there has been talk of voices in people's heads. Is everyone okay? Not particularly. Beatrice? Oh, I'm just, I'm, I'm just great, you know, being bitten live by bugs and voices and uh, admittedly the stabby wasn't Conrad's fault, but the stabbing hurt. We constantly seem to be running into things. We're all having great time. Yes, it does seem like a series of pointless trials. Personally, I do not have any strange voices in my head. It's good. Do we need to rest then somewhere before we forge onwards? I will, of course, make no comment on voices in head. Clearly, others have already made assumption. It is just interesting to see what's happening now. But if others require rest, then we shall rest somewhere. This room has been cleared of traps. So there is potential that we can take an albeit short rest here. Yes, certainly I can try to do a bit of um, healing on you, Beatrice. That would be appreciated. Hmm. Well... Probably best off. First, we should test something. Everyone, get up to near the stairs, if you wish, anyway. Okay. Certainly. So they will Hi. do as asked. Conrad lifts the heel of his boot and then steps down on one of the non-pattern tiles. So it would seem that uh, having gone through the effort of uh, doing Doesn't... things properly, the, the trap is not activated. He tests it, then he steps around a bit. He's like, alright, clear. Alright. That's relief. Wonderful. As theorized, room is safe, so if rest is required... We can rest here. There is only entrance from above and from side. Okay. Beatrice sort of sits and slumps against the uh, sarcophagus. Okay. And so you, you take a short rest. So if anyone wants to use uh, use hit dice to heal, 
um, as well as if people want to cast healing spells, uh, yeah. benefit from any bonuses that they get on short rests. I think, Sevia, you've already used your Arcane Recovery today, haven't you? I have. Yes. So. Or kind of like make like a little like hand like he healing hands like to um, Petrus. Be like I'm oh I'm healing now. Mm -hmm. Oh uh, uh, yes, appreciate it. Okay then I'll give it a go. And after a moment, um yeah, she feels rejuvenated. That was 16 HP. It's recovered. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. I think I'm getting the hang of that. Yes. You definitely seem to be getting better. Glad to hear it. Exley will, uh, would have started walking over to Beatrice, um, but then seeing Fall do that will uh, begrudgingly um, extend an offer of healing to Artis. Okay, uh, he will he will accept it. Full makes eye contact with Exley like too slow. <laughs> <laughs> so, what level of healing are you casting on Artis? My last second level spell. Okay, uh, that is a good roll. That is why have I wasted this on him? <laughs> Uh, that is, uh, of a possible 19 hit points, that is 18. Oh, here it wow. Comes. Uh, okay. So, yeah, he's, he's actually, between that and the hit dice he spent, he's, he's not back to full, but he's reasonably close. He's on, he's on 71 of 82. Um. Uh, so pretty, pretty solid. Um, all right. Um, I think Paul's the only one who's currently below maximum hit points. Uh, if you wanted to use a hit dice to recover that, uh, probably My not. single hit point. <laughs> yeah, like it's up. It's up to you whether you want to do <laughs> it or not. Um, it's definitely not worth a spell slot. If you wanted to burn a hit dice, no. you, would, you would probably be getting that back. Uh, you, you've probably only got about a couple of hours before, um, like an hour, maybe two at most, before you'd have to be kind of starting to rest without kind of pushing yourselves towards the point of exhaustion. Oh, yes. um, yeah. I guess I'll use the hit dice. Yeah. I just have any of... hit dice. Okay. Um, how many, how many hit points are you on? I'm back up to 87. 87. Nice. Yes. I had to use a few plus oh. the healing. <laughs> oh. There's none of Exley's good berries still floating around in people's pockets, are there? They would have probably. Did you cast that today? Expired by now. I can't remember if it was today or the day before. Yeah. I think it was the day before. Fair enough. I think it was before we got to the tomb. I oh, 
Fair. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah, you're be, very yeah. keen to get into the like tomb to escape the uh the giant scary metal man this morning. Yes. Alright. Um Yeah. So you you take your short rest. Um it passes more or less without incident. Um unless there's anything that folks want to cover during that short rest. But Exley, you notice every now and again a little tiny ice stalk pop up from um, from within the strange mold in the room. And it'll be a different patch of mold each time. But every now and again, just a little, a little, it's like a little, a little stalk with an eye on the end of it. It'll be there for a few moments before disappearing again. Exley will watch for a small period of time trying to figure out what this thing might be, um, whether it is part of the mould or it is just utilising the mould. Um, before just addressing the group in general, not loudly, but just whoever is in his proximity. We are being watched. Where? By what? There is something in the mould, in the walls. In the mould? On. I do not know what this creature might be. Does it look dangerous? I suppose everything in here is. Easy to dispatch is probably a better question. It has not attacked us yet. Mm. So it may be have a small reach. Possibly. Well, I'll have to investigate further then. Uh, for reference, I have just put the spiral horn in your inventory too, Beatrice. Connor is going to step over to go and have a look down the hallway. Okay. Sevia uh, will too. Yeah, so... Warily yeah. behind Conrad with yes. her hands up. You you notice as you pass through that like yeah there's there's mold here as well and um as as you walk the the eyes almost start popping up to kind of keep track of you. Hmm. Not attacking yet. Perhaps just curious. Good spotting, 42. Thank you. Has actually seen creatures similar to this before? Or is there a particular creature that is similar in appearance to something like this. Roll me an arcana check. 
DC is going to be pretty high considering Exley's limited yeah. life experience. Uh, no. <laughs> okay. Um, I was going to ask the same thing of Sevia. Yes, Sevia can also roll me an Arcana check. Yep. Blue dice. Cocked. So that is a 24. <laughs> God, it's a, it's that level that leveling cleric just Sevia knows things. Sevia knows things. Uh, yeah, these these very strongly <laughs> resemble the eye stalks of a creature known as a beholder. Um, they are Often xenophobic, uh, megalomaniacal, insane, floating eyeballs with uh, mm. with many many uh, eye stalks. They generally have a mean streak uh, that is fueled by a sense of um, superiority. What is the creature known as? Sorry, a beholder. Beholder in the walls, huh? Uh, so Sevia's like looking at these eye stalks. She sees them, she's like, huh, that looks familiar. Then think. It's like, I've seen this one book. Oh, it reminds me of that book. Going to lead to like, it doesn't matter how close they are to the mold, she gestures at them and take a step back. Okay. Reduce it, or actually does. All right. Yeah, Condor does. Yeah. Um. So, do you describe what a beholder is to the party? Uh. So yeah. So Sevia would have uh, gestured to them to take a step back, and then would we, have either of you heard of a beholder before? Uh, well, I mean, I've heard it, like, as part of a, um, like, you know, a metaphor sort of thing, like a saying, um, but I don't see how it's relevant here. Beauty is in the eye of a holder? I don't know. It never made made much sense to me, personally. What is this? How is this relevant? Well... Explain. See, those eye stalks are, in fact, the many eyes of a very real, non-metaphorical beholder who are quite large, scary creatures with uh, mean streaks. Perhaps going up a level wasn't such a bad idea after all. (laughs) Uh, Conrad? Yeah. You, the, the... So the description of of the beholder, um, scary thing with eyes. It occurs to you that those, a couple of those gems in the pouch that you picked up were somewhat eyeball-like, like or almost uh, inscribed, huh. yeah, inscribed or. Uh, 
I feel like you gave Exley the bag of um, I can't remember. Hmm. If that is the case, I don't know they if you can remember, bitch. Um, if so, he's like, um, hmm, strange. Many eyes, interesting, similar to gemstones that were found. I do not know what that means. Did they have gems for eyes, or do they like eyes? It, it, do they like eyes, Dobby? <laughs> Sevia knows um, all, but it's Zoe. Whether or not they like eyes, who knows? They are known for having a lot of eyes. Well, see, I don't know if they have a particular preference for eyes. I do not believe their eyes are normally gemstones. Unless if you have gemstones shaped of eyes, if they belong to this beholder, they would be prosthetics. Hmm, so perhaps does not have all eyes. I don't know, just a strange correlation. Hmm. I, what I... So I've just put those in your inventory. The items in that bag, Conrad. Uh, are the eye stalks popping out of the mold, like, on the floor? Or, like, from the walls? From, from the mold. Just in general? Yeah. What I don't understand is normally beholders are, are, are creatures, they're a solid shape. How are the eyes coming from all of these places if... Unless they're, they're stalks along like snakes or there's multiple. She takes another step back and gestures for the other two to do the same. I guess Paul is probably like nearish by, and he'll just say, um, "If they've like the eyes that seem to be watching us, do you think if if beholders are so aggressive, are they going to attack, or why are they biding their time?" Are beholders aggressive, Darby? Um, not necessarily. They are maniacal. They are selfish. They're not necessarily going to be inherently aggressive. Uh, they are ferocious if you give them a reason to be. I believe beholders, much like many animals in the wild, or in the wild, will only attack once provoked. These one, this one, or ones, appear to be sussing us out. Grading us on whether or not we are any kind of threat before we pose it. We could potentially move past them by way of either negotiation or careful footsteps, or we can go in the opposite direction. Otherwise, it may lead to a fight. I see. Hmm. This is, everyone can hear it. Paul does his usual, or like what he's still in the past of going into like a really like, um, I don't know, like submissive kind of sense, like, ooh, I am watch week. <laughs> just be like, and just like mouth at the beholders, not a threat. Roll me a deception check. <laughs> Fair. 
was nearly a nat 20. That's a 13. Noted. Okay. How many exits are in that room? The room that you were just in? Uh, yeah, the room with all the, the eyes and the mold. Uh, like, if we were looking at continuing, is there one direction or a couple? Uh, so the room, the room, the room itself, uh, there's, is that a, there, there are, leave it's only the one. I'm pretty sure that indent to the south is not a door. Um, so it's just to the, to the west. Um. But there is, like, if you were to continue this down this west passage, um, like, there is a doorway that you can probably see from where you and Conrad are, um, just a little below. Um, and then, um, and then the, uh, then the path goes down further as well. Okay. Axley um, would have sort of been pondering for a while. Um, <clears throat> and then we'll turn to the group. Should we perhaps attempt to converse with this creature? To request safe passage? It is worth trying. Otherwise we can negotiate a different way. There is still the option of upstairs. But if this is the most direct route to what we want, it is worth it to negotiate. Very well. Who is skilled at speaking with Holders. You know what language they speak, Sylvia? Duh. Again. Uh-uh. Is that no? Tubby. Uh, so. This is going well. Yeah. Oh. Oh. So, they typically are known to speak deep speech and undercommon. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> um. Well, uh, beholders generally cannot speak common. From what I remember, it is either deep speech or undercommon. So if any of us can speak that. Hey, undercommon. You know undercommon? Yes, I know many languages. Oh. Good at learning them. That's a wonderful skill to have. It is. It's good to make your point clear if you can negotiate in their own language. So a creature like that speaks undercommon. Strange. Yes. Yes. Well. Hmm. And Conrad will like turn and look over there and um, in undercommon uh, say, you there. 
you get no response. I am speaking. Where do you lurk? What are you? Uh, still no response. He turns around and in common it says, It is not responding. Um, did you... Did you try giving it a pleasant greeting? Why? Well, that's the routine of conversations, is it not? Depends on the definition of pleasant. Well, I don't know. He kind of, like, makes a face and then, like, steps properly into the hallway. And then is like, um... Hail, salutations. I am Conrad. You are something that is lurking in the walls. May we speak? There is no response. Hello? There's no response, like the eyes don't wiggle or anything? Nope. Huh, maybe it's deaf? Hmm, well, that's annoying. There is, of course, the possibility that because only the eyes are extending past the mount, that you must speak directly into the wall. Oh, all right. And probably, like, look, like, uh, inspect the, um, the, the, like, the hall, like, the entrance little hallway that we're at. Okay. Nothing? I don't see anything? Nope. Um... Alright. He will press his head up against the wall. And then go... Can you hear? No response. Alright, this is getting annoying. Next person, I will. I am going to cut it. I'm just going to, uh, and Conrad is then just, he'll just start to stride down the hallway. Uh, okay, upon you saying, um, upon you saying about the, uh, the, the cutting an eyeball, one pops up, and, what is, what is this? Uh, <laughs> yeah, you can handle this. Uh, uh, for now. Yeah, I'll just go with the average. Um, and, uh, a beam of green energy spurts forth from the, uh, the eye stalk. Uh, can I get you to roll me a dexterity saving throw? Oh, so 13. 13. That, um... Fortunately, is not enough. You don't have. A I'm not surprised. I rolled a three. <laughs> uh, um, I think. Does this? Can you? Do I use... slip on some mold. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, uh, in in trying to get out of the way. Yeah. 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 That that works. That works. Um, where is the thing of like? Is there? Isn't there something? Uncanny dodge. Uh, it's when it hits you with an attack. Yeah. Uh, so you take uh, 55 points of necrotic damage. 
what does that look like then? Yeah, like <laughs> it's a green beam. Bro, I think I think you How still. How does it affect Conrad? I think you still. Did you still have your temporary hit points? Oh uh, yes. I, I don't know. I can't remember where we got them, but um, yeah. with my temporary hit points, if we still do have them, otherwise I can take ten more off. I'm, if you like. I'm gonna assume that you do at this stage. So okay. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, so there's kind of the veins in, like, Conrad's neck and face, um, and probably elsewhere too, you just can't see it, um, kind of pulse momentarily this kind of sickly black-green, um, before going back to rest, um, like, and Conrad's appearance resumes normalcy, I guess, but he is looking a lot more uh, worn down and worse for wear for it. Yeah, so he kind of, like, just, like, um, gets hit by that beam, trying to, like, dodge away, I guess, and then just kind of, like, probably just fall, like, just plops down the ground, um, lands on his ass, I guess, um, and then, like, uh, he will just, uh, let out this, like, long gasp of air, um, and then kind of crouch down um, and look in the direction where that eyeball was. But his like entire body would like shudder um, throughout that whole spell thing. But he doesn't say anything, he's very quiet. Um, Great! Exley's going to fairly quickly walk up to where Conrad is um, and sort of grab him underneath an arm and kind of start to pull him back. Um, and in hearing that some form of threat was thrown in common and there was a reaction, um, Exley will shout out into the void, we apologise for the intrusion, we will be leaving, and we'll pull Conrad back and around the corner. Okay. I get dragged. Conrad doesn't say anything, he's quite chill-shocked, I suppose. Um, as soon as Conrad's like out of the hallway, CV is gonna run over and kind of uh, flapping and is just gonna try to gently like put both hands on arm and do a second level cure wounds which I believe is 2d8 yes 2d8 plus your wisdom modifier uh, so that's uh, 2d8 plus 2 so Conrad gets 12 points of healing okay Thank uh, you. <laughs> what was that? Did you see what it did? Yes, that was bad. Bad, 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 bad. Bad thing. That was not good. Oh. Uh, that, that, like, quite the blow. Um, yeah, have, have some more healing. <laughs> <laughs> so... Upstairs, I take it. I take it, it seems that way. Alright. So, I guess you all venture back upstairs as Fall administers additional healing to come around. Stevia gives Artis and Beatrice like a look like, can we have one minute? 12 HP. How much was it? 12? 12, yeah. Okay. Aw, healing besties. 
there doesn't in the room that we're currently in there doesn't appear to be any sort of shifting in the mold does there no okay so it doesn't appear to be moving in any way no all right um it just shows up here like an eye stalk just pops out every now and again excellent um well if we're all intent on boogieing fairly quickly then actually will assist conrad in getting up the stairs but okay. try and make it so that he doesn't seem like he's assisting all right appreciate that <laughs> beatrice will quiet. wait till last to leave make sure everybody else gets up and out first okay I will move everyone. Yeah, Thor's kind of keeping an eye on Conrad, following him. I will move everyone yeah. back to the level two map. Yeah. Sevier is also following, but she is not hiding the fact that she is worried about Conrad. <laughs> um, she's just kind of wringing her hands like, I imagine Full and Saber probably like shooting each other looks like, oh my gosh. <laughs> He's just very quiet. Right. He's just like quite big eyed at this point, but yeah, he will just be assisted. Okay. So, returning to the second floor, what would people like to do? Um, well, as Exley gets to the top of the weird steps made of ice, um, with Conrad, um, he's just sort of going to lead him over to a, a quiet corner, um, and just ask, are you okay? Uh, I don't... No, that hurt a lot, but that didn't. But at the same time, it's sort of like, I suppose you wouldn't know, but sort of like when you're nearly about to drown and all the air is forced out of your lungs. Not sure what it'll be like for you. Have you ever come close to death? Not that I did then, but it's a strange feeling. Strange. Yes. I suppose all feeling is different. I suppose so. You've said you struggle with um, feelings of some kinds. But then I do too, so. Mm. If you would prefer. Until we are able to get some form of long-term rest in, I can lead. Corin like inclines his head. Um, he tilts his head to the side, like he has done quite a lot, which is mimicking Exley. Um, and he um, he like looks up for a moment, like. What inspires you to ask such a question? I am not 
turning this question down. I'm just curious. You are skilled with your ability to create direction. Mm -hmm. However, if you are in front in my apologies, your current state, you may die, and that would not be beneficial. No, this is true. Perhaps we, put, perhaps we should put Artis at the front, but then I wouldn't trust him to make a good decision. And I would trust you to make a calculated decision. So I think this is good choice. And I do appreciate it. Are you thinking of making another prime at some point? I am unsure. This one, and he pats a, um, a small bulge under his cloak was useful. Hmm. However, was very slow. Modifications may need to be made. Yes. Some faster legs. Indeed. Always a process of refining things. I was never much of a builder or anything like that, but um, refining technique is always a constant process. Of course. Hmm. I shall think on it. Yes, precisely. Tis good point. And if uh, some of our fair companions are... Uh, may fall, then you will have plenty to refine further, further construction with. Indeed. Hmm. I do appreciate it. I will defer to your decision for now. Of course. But I am... I am... Temporarily rattled. I will not hide that. Or not from you, because you will see things plainly, whereas the others may have other feelings in regards to that. But I will always be ready to offer what skills I can. And when I have good size of enemy, I am quite good at killing it. So um, when it's not a hiding in fungus, that is. <laughs> Just to be clear. Of course. But, um, well. I shall defer to your action, temporary leader. Exley. Exley will nod his head. 
and uh, go to stand and inspect the hallway. And after a brief moment of looking down, making sure there's no enemies. There aren't any enemies, are there? No. Okay. Um, He will say, perhaps it would be wise to continue. So which path as a group do you intend to take? The western corridor or the door to the south? Or Um, revisit the... Or, no, eastern corridor, rather. Or you can revisit the western uh, chain of rooms. And the western chain of rooms, that was the one past the well, wasn't it? Yes, the scrying well. Um... There was a skeleton who came out of the east one. Was yes. there, or was that a different floor? I mean, okay. it was it was running around different places. Um, and is there any way of getting down to a lower level from here that doesn't involve? Yeah, you can continue down this sca- staircase. This is a multi-level staircase that you're on. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Exley will, um, sort of look down the staircase a little bit further, um, and turn back to the rest of the party and say, there are two options. We can attempt to explore this level further. Potentially finding more items with voices. Or we can continue down and find a path away from the beholder. I think Phillips kind of looks to Conrad and then to Sylvia to see if they will. Make a decision. Sevia <laughs> would also first look at Conrad, probably for a different reason than Fall is, and she's also going to look at Beatrice. And she'll look back at Exley and say, I will defer to the group. I would prefer to choose an option that gets us somewhere where we may take a night's rest the fastest. We're running low. We've been going on all day with only short rests to tide us over. It is time soon for us to sleep, I think. Perhaps we we stay on this level and attempt to find another room. Fair, as long as there are no more beholders. Any room we come across should be Easy to clear, I can assume. This sounds good. Good idea, Zenny. So down the eastern corridor, then. Have a look around. Da? We shall investigate. Hmm. 
and Axley will lead the group down the eastern corridor. Okay. Sevia uh, will flutter at, around Conrad as if trying to assess whether he'll let her help him up. <laughs> he'll he'll just kind of like even if like Sevia is literally hovering over him like. Carl will just like completely like ignore her and then just like stand up and kind of like push his shoulders out and puff himself off a bit and like right. Okay. Well, better get on with it then. So as you go down that path, a four-way intersection, uh, the corridors to the north and south curve upward and out of sight, but with no rails or steps to allow them to be climbed. The corpse of a half-human, half-goat creature in robes sprawls ten feet to the north. It grips a staff tipped with a bronze goat's head. Was there a goat-like creature in the, um, of the nine creatures that we were looking at? There was not. Curious. There is a body ahead. What is it? Actually hasn't seen a creature like this before, has he? Um, no. Has Sevia? <laughs> uh, no. Though notably, um, the robes that the creature wears, uh, very much indicates them as probably some sort of mage. I guess that as we're walking along, Sevia does her normal dead body freeze up thing but she does kind of tilt her head to the side and kind of says oh, I know not what creature it could be but it does appear to be a mage or was a mage yes is that stuff another weird cursed object thing it doesn't really seem to have the same kind of um set up as the other ones. Well, I'm certainly not touching it to check. Ugh. Or likely just a weapon. Regular. But if people want, I will go and have a look. So you touch the staff? He doesn't She's gonna like rifle, f she's gonna loot the body first. Okay, so you find upon the body, um, um, uh, the, the only things of value are a spell book and an ink pot. Um, but the ink pot, uh, appears to have, uh, I, I'll say it has a label on it to explain it. Uh, it is, it is a never-ending inkwell. Mm. 
Uh, and Beatrice is going to look very closely at the spear. Uh, so the star. Uh, Staff. Yeah, so it is... Yeah, it's a solid uh, quarter staff uh, made out of wood as hard as stone with gems inlaid at intervals along its length and the, uh, the gold head uh, of a goat at the top of it. Beatrice reaches out and touches it. Nothing happens. So she picks it up and says, Well, it's stuff. Oh, that's something. There is there is also a journal on ah. on him as well. That I forgot about. Um, yes. So Beatrice sort of comes back to the group, clutching, you know, the, the books and the inkwell and then the staff. Bouncing. Sevia's okay. um, hands were out as if she had made to grab Beatrice and stop her from running off. <laughs> but then she just puts, puts, puts her hands down. Paul uh, is definitely watching Beatrice to see, it's like, is there anything weird going to happen? Found something interesting for uh, you, Sevilla. There's a spell book here in the pot. It's got a label on it that says Never Ending Ink. I don't know what that means, but uh, you like ink and you like spell books. So I have those for you. Thank you? That's... Okay, I will look at those a bit later on once we've found a place to rest. Okay. Beatrice keeps a hold of the journal herself, though. Okay. Um. <laughs> of the skeleton, yeah. was there any indication on how it might have died? like a direction that it was facing. Um, uh, roll me a, I guess, a medicine check. Um, Beatrice, while he's doing that, you do note there is a, there is a note with the journal. I'm going to share that um, and I'm going to read it because there are going to be some amendments for the Eberron setting. So, uh, to those who find this, Know that I, Devlin Bashir, am the last surviving member of the Wayfinder Foundation uh, sent here. The Lord of Blades stripped us of our weapons and threw us in here on orders of his mistress, ally, who's to say? I can only imagine our souls are to be fed to the phylactery. Alas, it seems Ilmero has won. Our company was separated after the incident with the four-armed gargoyle. The tomb guardians tossed Sword to pieces, and with him we lost the Starfallen. Our quest was a failure. Even if we'd found the eye, the elf princess was gone. 
My friends wouldn't have lasted long without their weapons, especially with a doppelganger in our midst, as Seth suspected. Of course, I kept my staff. I'm sure Brixton would have seen some humour in that. Gentle reader, let a dying man offer you one piece of advice. Lady Ilmarrow is a trickster who desires nothing but your soul. Her riddles may help you, but in the end her final secret always leads to your doom. Gods save us all. Um, and is there... What was your medicine check? Results, actually. I got a natural 20. Natural 20. Um... Uh, so, there is hmm. there's no single um that there doesn't appear to be any single wound that uh necessarily signifies itself as the killing blow uh almost as if whoever this was essentially sustained multiple injuries and was worn down just by the sheer effort of trying to survive the tomb alone at this point. Um, but, um, yeah, so, so he is covered in cuts, bruises. Uh, there are, there are holes pierced into him from various traps and weapons. Hey. Is this a corpse? I thought you said it was a skeleton. Um, did I? Is it a? Where is it? the corpse? Corpse of a half human, yeah. half <laughs> goat creature. Because Sevia had her, her yeah. little dead, see a dead body yeah. moment too. Oh, yeah, but I thought it was still just a skeleton. Goodness, oh, so yeah, how like no. recent does it look? Yeah. Um. I would say. Probably twenty minutes ago. <laughs> no, not, not that. See, Exa would be. This is why Exa got nat twenty because he's a pro of dead yeah. things. Uh, probably, probably within the week. Oh, okay. Oh, it'd be pretty nasty. <laughs> Smelly. Mm. Okay. Um. Yeah, Exa will relay this to the group that it is. Apparently, a fairly recent death. Yeah. Wonderful. Not surprising. I wonder why it was here. There appear to be many that are inhabiting this tomb. For one reason or another, we are not the only ones. The note that's with the journal, is it like bound on top of the journal or is it inside the um, journal? It's it's sticking up out of like the front cover, almost like a bookmark. Um So Beatrice whilst Exley is sort of examining how the body died, Beatrice would have read the note. Okay. Yeah. Out loud, or 
she may uh, she would have started reading it to herself and then would have uh, sort of gone, oh, I think that you might need to listen to this sort of probably around the time that Conrad and Exley's conversation is going on is when she'll start reading it aloud and uh, impart all the knowledge from that little note. All right. Well, that answers your question, Conrad. Yes. Interesting. Um, So the lady has many allies. This makes sense, given what we what I spied through the doors. I knew that blade dude was trouble. That was the other metal man you two saw, yes? Yes, he called himself the Lord of Blades. Hmm. In allyship with person residing here. This would make sense. Unfortunately, we only find information about people, but not the, the, a clear course of action beyond delving in further into the tomb. Yes, it's, it's as if this tomb is designed to take you directly to the epicenter. Hmm... Much the extra castle. Perhaps we invite the lady to dinner. This would be a good idea. It would make it faster. (laughs) Tis certainly a thought. Of a sort. What would we... Where? What would we do? How? Food? What? (laughs) I believe it was half a joke. I do not believe the lady of this temple would have any way of interacting with us at our current moment. Okay. Uh, so Fall turns to um, artists and dragon bait and they say, um, um, does any of this note mean anything more to you two than it does to us? I mean, you have a bit more knowledge about this world, I assume. Uh, not by much. Um, I mean, I, I rec- recognise vaguely the the name of the company but it's just just an adventuring guild it's oh i see those those kinds of folks explore the bone lands all the time right 
Ustedes dejen que fue... Is that kind of treasure or something? Uh, the riddles might be the most important part about this. Although all that does is make you a little bit more paranoid. Mm. Yes, it seems like every step we take in this place acts as if it means to clarify and instead makes things more muddy. Yes. This place just seems to like making a mockery of us all, I feel. Hmm. We should press on, mayhaps, and not have this conversation where we can continue to smell that corpse. Yes, I, I quite agree on that one. You can see ahead of you, um, all of you from where you are, the uh, just, just within the edge of your vision, the sight of um, another... Uh, sarcophagus in the room ahead. Perhaps we investigate that room, deal with any traps, and hopefully find some form of respite. It is a good idea. I agree with 42. We've already investigated all of the other ones. Why not this one? All right. So you follow through into the that room? Yep. Exley goes first. Okay. Um, so, Conrad, when you walk into this room, you you are you abso you absolutely love the smell in here because this room smells uh, of wine. Stevia is somewhere in the mix. All right, so this room smells of wine, and on a checkerboard marble floor, a gilded coffin sparkles in sunlight streaming down from the chamber's vaulted ceiling, which arches twelve feet overhead. Four huge stone gargoyle heads, their mouths agape, protrude from the walls. Hey, wasn't there many headed gargoyle mentioned in that letter? Four-armed oh. gargoyle. Oh, okay, but still. Conrad looks delighted at the shape of the che at the chessboard, the chessboard pattern of the floor. What well, is it? Yeah. Oh, Beatrice would just sort of lean around Conrad and go, "Well, this is a lot nicer than a lot of the other rooms." Although surely, surely just as dangerous. Oh, without a doubt, the most beautiful things are often the most dangerous. Mm. What can we tell from these gargoyles? Uh, 
Roll me an investigation check. A 12. A 12. There is an opening mechanism on them. Like, around the, uh, the mouth. These are potentially a trigger for some form of trap. Or at least the action of a trigger. Good notice. Is there anything of note about the floor? Apart from the fact it's just a little checkerboard no. pattern. Yeah, no? checkerboard pattern. There are four pillars uh, in the room holding the ceiling um, as like a structural support. Mm. Kind of just stand there, like calculating what the um, like if something would come out of the, the gargoyles' mouths, where they would particularly hit, and which would be the safest position in the room to avoid them. So he's just standing there, looking very intently at everything. And what would trigger it? Of course, as well. That's also what he's pondering. Mm. So. What are people doing? Well, if Conrad's investigating how safe the room is, CV is not moving until Conrad says whether or not we can go in without something happening. Okay. Uh, Conrad, roll me an investigation check. Or if he can work if, out... If you're looking around. Yeah, I said he was. Yep. He was trying to look at that. Yep. So, can I roll something for that? Yeah, investigation check. Okay. That's uh, a 14. 14. I mean, you search high and low, but there doesn't seem to be anything that could trigger a trap. So, unless it's in the... Chance in, just unless, it's, the coffin. unless it's inside the sarcophagus... Yeah. This might actually be a safe place to rest. Hmm. Clear for now. Unless circumstances change. It is difficult to know if uh, things are triggered by time of day, given how dark it is everywhere. But this may be place to rest, if required. Must just be on guard if thing comes out of coffin. Mm. We well, if we do rest here, then we post two people as guards at a time to That's take cool. watch. What? What do you? Is that guess? what you think is most wise? Forty-two. I am curious as to whether we simply attempt to not interact with the sarcophagus and take a rest, or if we attempt to forcibly activate the trap in a controlled environment mm. to ensure the room is safe. This is a good point. Either way, if we are taking a rest, we should be posting a watch. 
Yes, to make sure nothing comes out of coffin or tries to get in. Yes, and if we do do a controlled experiment and open the sarcophagus, at least as long as no one looks at Beatrice, touches anything, we should not risk any more injury. Beatrice pointedly ignores Sevilla. Well, we have room. If people wish to rest, we should rest. Make provision. I need to refill my lantern. Just snuff it for a while, start a fire. That might be good. Uh, yes, that'd be nice. All right. So we walk into the room. Yeah. And on that note, as you prepare for a night's rest, we're going to leave it there for this episode. <laughs> okay. See you next week. See you next, yeah. See you next week, everyone. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.